You are listening to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast, where we talk real life, answer hard questions, and take a deeper practical look at the topics we talk about on a Sunday morning. To learn more about Sunnybrook Church, including our Sunday gathering times and opportunities throughout the week, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org. Today, we are talking with Pastor Jeff Mose. Well, welcome to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast. We are so glad that you are tuning in. I am Lydia Miller sitting here with my dad, Pastor Jeff, to take a dive deeper into what we talk about on Sunday mornings. Um, This past week, maybe you know, we took a look at a really common Christian phrase uh, that people throw around, God won't give you more than you can handle. Um, And if you listened to Sunday's message, you saw that we kind of debunked that a little bit and talked about why that maybe is not a phrase that has any accuracy um, at all. So we want to go into that topic, just the topic of suffering and hardship and all of that. I would say that's probably a topic that when I talk about people who struggle with faith or who don't have a faith, um, is typically what they struggle with the most um, is that, you know, why is there suffering if God is good? Why am I experiencing this if God loves me? So just some questions to start us off. Why does it feel like um, some people experience more suffering than others? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I would start because I want to talk about this for a minute. You and I are dealing with this subject from sort of an academic perspective. I just want to remind people, we recognize suffering and difficulty and pain is real for people. And I I think when you're going through it, uh, you kind of take a different view than maybe what you are. So Mm -hmm. you and I are. So if this feels to people a little bit flippant or a little bit academic, I I want to be real careful with this Mm -hmm. because pain is real and what people are going through is difficult. Uh, But that is often the question, well, well, why am I going through so much? And If I could sort of give the pastor answer for it, here's what it would be. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, The truth is none of us really know from a sovereign perspective of the will of God why he does what he does. I I often think this. First of all, you have to make a decision because there is suffering in the world and we've dealt with it for uh, centuries and it's kind of been this theological question that people have struggled with. So I think first of all, you have to ask yourself this question. If there's so much suffering in the world, does God exist? Mm -hmm. We believe he does exist. Then secondly, you got to ask yourself this question. Well, if he exists, does he not care? Because obviously there's so much suffering in the world, does he just sort of let it go and he's not involved in it? I think where I would land is sort of this third area where I believe that God not only cares, but that he involves himself in this for reasons that are known only to him. Mm -hmm. So I think it is permissive will because he doesn't create evil or difficulty in this world. He allows it for reasons that only God understands. And I do think one day will reveal to us in his presence why that is. Uh, But I think we've got to begin to understand what he's trying to accomplish in our lives. I I think he's trying to bring about humility. I think he's trying to bring about dependence upon him. Uh, I think he's trying to bring about all sorts of things in our lives that are good. Uh, We don't see it to be good at the time. In fact, I think we really struggle, and I think we should be honest about that. In the midst of it, we seldom see it to be good. Mm -hmm. But we have to sort of trust in the sovereignty of God. We have to trust Romans 8, 28, that he takes all things, not some things, but all things, good and bad, and he uses them for his ultimate purpose. So I always say, why do people go through some more difficulty than others do? Uh, We really don't know, except Mm -hmm. to say, we at moments and times like that have to trust that God's working out purposes in our lives that we don't fully understand. We may see one day in this life, mm-hmm. 
but certainly we'll see them, I think, in the life to come. Yeah. One thing I've seen from people, especially that go through incredible difficulty, maybe losing a child or losing a loved one, is just their ability to start to see things from an eternal perspective. And I think sometimes that's our rub with suffering is we're so in the here and now that it's such a big deal now. It's hard for us to get out of that and see that there's an eternal perspective to consider. I think what you just said is the biggest thing we have to learn in the midst of suffering because sometimes you go, this this makes absolutely no sense to me. This is more pain Mm -hmm. than I would have ever guessed. I think at moments in times like that, you have to lift yourself out of this world. I have to recognize this life's a blade of grass, a vapor of air. It's here today and it's gone. I've got to mm-hmm. recognize on the timeline of eternity, this is a blip. Yep. And so we live, especially as Americans, with this idea that, man, there ought to be happiness and there ought to be joy and there ought to be you know, no struggles and problems in life. Mm-hmm. When in reality, they are... Mm -hmm. sort of forming us into the very character of Christ. And nothing is more important when we cross over into the presence of God than character Mm -hmm. likeness to Christ that has been formed. But you're exactly right. At some point in time, and I know people say this is a cop-out. It's Mm -hmm. really not. You you have to see life from an eternal perspective to be able to make it through the difficulties. Any advice on that? You know, if somebody, I don't want to go through suffering to learn how to live with an eternal perspective. If somebody's seeking to do that, how do they learn how to see things from an eternal perspective and less in the day-to-day? Yeah, I, I do think, and again, it goes back to the disciplines for me. You, you've got to wake up every morning. You've got to get into the Word of God. You, you, you've got to spend time in prayer. Uh, you've got to be around accountability people and those kinds of things because... This world is always going to push you toward an earthly perspective from commercials on television to everything that's going on around us. We're always going to sort of live with this perspective unless somehow we get out of sight of that and we get God's perspective. And I think that's found in the Word of God. I think that's found in time of seeking Him. I think that's the only way that you and I can ever sort of get an eternal mm-hmm. perspective. Is that I spoke on this um, a few weeks ago, but people are always say, you know, find, find joy in the midst of your trial. Is that the secret to that? Uh, I do, but I would say this, and this is my perspective, is when both Paul talks about it in the book of Romans, and then later Peter talks about it when he says, listen, we know that God is working all things together for good. We know we should rejoice in suffering, Peter says. Uh, even James, when he says, consider it all joy, mm-hmm. Uh, those phrases are actually looking back from my perspective. Yeah. So w- when James says, listen, consider it all joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I-, I think consider is this idea of look back at mm-hmm. the time and recognize what God accomplished. I honestly don't think you find joy in the middle of suffering. I mm-hmm. really don't. Yeah. I think suffering is just hard. I think we're uh, too human in nature that when suffering and difficulty comes, all we feel is the pain. All we want is out. But it's moments and times like that we have to remind ourselves God is working to Mm -hmm. good. Romans 5 talks about, listen, he's producing in us character and perseverance and hope. There's Mm -hmm. good things that are going to result from it. Um, So I always think there's going to be joy found. And again, just to pause for a moment on the idea of joy, just to remind ourselves joy with regards to the world or joy from an eternal yeah. perspective is very different. Uh, joy with regards to the world is usually circumstances in nature. Everything's got to be going our well. But mm-hmm. really godly joy is sort of this deep-seated mm-hmm. commitment to Christ and to his purposes that no matter what comes into our life is still there. Mm-hmm. And, and I do think 
to some extent, joy needs to be sort of sought after. It's this gift, much like salvation, where you and I make a commitment to Christ. There's a commitment to joy. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit where you and I get close to God and joy is produced. I always say, though, in the middle of suffering, I want to ask God this question. God, what are you trying to teach me? Mm -hmm. I think it's the place you just start. And it's very yep. possible, John 9, where the man who was born blind was born blind not because of this man's sin or anything his parents had done wrong, but simply for the glory of God to be put mm -hmm. on display. So that's possible. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes God allows pain into our lives in order to teach us. And so mm -hmm. I think the first prayer in the midst of difficulty is, God, what are you trying to teach me? Because I think out of that can come joy, the mm -hmm. sense of, okay, here's what I learned through that time together. And we talked about it Sunday, but I would just remind you that out of your pain, always comes a ministry if you're mm -hmm. willing because nobody understands identifies better than somebody who's been there so yep. we had this past week um in the front office just this beautiful moment between someone who had lost a child and someone who had just recently lost their husband and just the ministry that happened and the way that um one was able to speak to the other just perfect words yeah. of peace and um I can definitely see that to be the case. Yeah. There, there's a fellowship of suffering mm -hmm. that's not found in a, a, a sort of fellowship of triumphs. There's yep. just not. If everybody yep. talks about how great life is, there's not that much connection. But mm -hmm. when there's suffering, loss, mm -hmm. you can identify there, there's a ministry in yep. that. We had someone write in um, and just really she walked through just heartbreak after heartbreak, lost her home. Uh, to a tornado, lost her son in a car accident, then pretty quickly after lost her dad, lost her mom, lost her brother. Um, and she just talked about, um, rightfully so, wrestling uh, with whether or not to continue having faith in God, whether or not to continue trusting Him, having hope in Him when it feels like He kind of has removed your hand from His life. If you were sitting across the table yeah. from her, what would you say? Yeah, first of all, I wish I was, because mm -hmm. I, I, I think there's something just in the ministry of presence of saying... I, I hear you, I understand, mm -hmm. and I, I feel very bad for this person that's gone through this difficulty. Um, you know, when I've been counseling people and sat with people before, I always say, listen, in all honesty, you still got to trust God. Mm -hmm. I mean, th there's a sense in which there's nothing else in this life that really matters, that's really going to get you through. To abandon that yep. at the point of suffering mm -hmm. makes suffering and trials and difficulties just seem random in our mm -hmm. life. We've got to remind ourselves there is purpose. Do you remember in John chapter 6 where Jesus gave some hard teaching to the disciples and some of them walked away and then Jesus looked at the rest of his disciples and said to them, listen, are, are you going to leave also? And then mm -hmm. I love their response was this, to whom else shall we go? You have mm -hmm. the words of eternal life. So in the midst of suffering, I often say to people, where else are you going to go? Yeah. I, I mean, the truth is I don't like it. I wished I wasn't mm -hmm. here but where else are you going to find comfort, as Scripture talks about, purpose, meaning, yep. except to God? So as much as we want to withdraw from God, blame God, mm -hmm. which again, he's not the author of any of that, I actually think we need to sort of discipline ourselves to go deeper into God. It's the only place we're going yep. to find comfort and peace and mm -hmm. some sort of meaning and purpose mm -hmm. in the middle of that. Mm -hmm. I've had friends who... Um, would consider themselves unbelieving or uh, nuns, they would claim no religious affiliation, go through suffering. And it's been really hard to figure out how to walk through that with them yeah. because it, it feels 
pointless. I don't know how you carry on in life in trials if you don't have some sort of rooted faith and trust that God is in control. We we say it a lot as believers, but it's true. I don't know how people get through the difficulties of life without Mm -hmm. a relationship with God because it feels incredibly random. Mm -hmm. It feels maybe God's picking on me. Maybe the world is Mm picking. So I think when we come from a godly perspective, begin to recognize this, and I gotta trust the sovereignty of God Mm -hmm. who loves me and has my best Mm -hmm. purpose in mind, Mm -hmm. and I gotta trust that. Yep, I love that. Uh, Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, We want to make sure that you know that we would love to hear from you. We would love to answer any questions that you have. Well, he would love to answer them. I would love to ask them. Uh, So if you have anything about faith uh, or the ministry of Sunnybrook or anything that you've been wondering, make sure you send us an email just at podcast at sunnybrookchurch.org, and we'll make sure to answer that right here. See you next week. If you are encouraged by today's talk, Be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org or download the Sunnybrook Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Sunnybrook Community Church Podcast.